Hello, everybody. <laughs> the Boys R Us is here today. A very, very special guest. We're childhood Aww. friends. She works now as a Disney marketing intern. It's very exciting. We have Cami Fournier. Cami, how you doing? Patreon. Boys R Us listeners, I can tell we're really enjoying this experience. So I've decided to upgrade our Patreon and what we offer. You'll get all of these episodes ad-free. You will get video of the actual interviews being done. On top of getting exclusive comedy episodes only available on Patreon. Make sure to check it out. The link will be in the description. Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm really happy you were able to make it. I know you had a busy day at work and I'm really excited to get into all that. But mm-hmm. again, we appreciate you making the time and doing this. This is going to be a lot of fun and I can already tell it's going to go really well. So um, we appreciate you taking the time again and kind of to start it all off. I know um, a lot of the guests I've had, you know, I have a previous relationship with them, but for most of them, I can't say I've known them, you know, since I was a little, little kid. I mean, do you even remember the age? Like, it was like when we were born, basically. I know. I feel like I've just known you my whole life. Like, I can't think of like... A time that we didn't know each other. Exactly. And what were some of the things you remember us doing, like, as families growing up? Yeah. Oh, there's so many like random little things that our parents would make us do, like the Fourth of July parades. Oh yeah. Or, and the Follies. Yeah. The talent the, show. The talent show was a yeah. classic. Yeah. Cookie baking, and yeah. it was always like an element of chaos. Yeah. Like our moms were yelling at us. Oh yeah. Because we were messing around. Uh-huh. Or to someone, them it was Broadway. To us it was just a yeah, fun to show. To us yeah. we were yeah goofing off exactly. But I don't. Know, I remember you always being just like a crazy kid. Like yeah. I remember one time in the parade, my sister started dying laughing because you were going the opposite way. way. Yeah. <laughs> you were like rebellion, and it yeah. was so funny. And I think your mom was like, "What is yeah. happening?" But yeah. so good, so well, good. I mean, yeah, that kind of describes my inner spirit. <laughs> yeah, you know, like. I've always been, you know, go against the grain, you know, Mm -hmm. do it my kind of way. Yes. You know, all about that button pushing and with my mom and that whole thing. But I definitely um, recall those times fondly and I really appreciate having you there for that. And one of my other favorite things that we did was going up to the snow. Yeah. I don't know if you how much you remember that, but like for me experiencing the snow going sledding specifically mm-hmm. yeah was really fun and then that chili we ate at that like yes there was always there's always that restaurant yes. with like the cornbread yep. yeah and the yeah. little peg game uh-huh. like that yeah yeah i feel like i remember that like the restaurant more than the snow because i think i just blocked out yeah because okay. i was always cold and wet yeah <laughs> i remember i remember yeah, yeah. like <laughs> if anyone didn't enjoy the snow as much it might have been you, you yeah know, maybe. yeah but i was the one that mm, it, it's not. totally okay though it's totally okay though i mean yep. that and then the final kind of one that i'm really remembering that raspberry picking do you yeah. remember that i do i Mm, I yes I'm like trying to like picture it in my head I definitely remember see I always remember my memory is always tainted by like negative things I remember like getting scraped up by like all the raspberry bushes okay. that I feel like my childhood oh, memories so just... it like kind of bl- blocked yeah, it out but yeah what's your memory so kind of my memory so you can replace that yes, memory <laughs> with the memory I had because yes I there there is quite a few things in my childhood I 
you know, decide to gloss over, but Mm -hmm. knowing, oh, there's another perspective of that same situation and hearing Mm -hmm. it, it could be like, oh, like Ian saw it as like actually like one of the most fun times. Yeah, that's so cool. You know, we might have like, yeah, there was bees. I might, I remember getting stung once or twice. Yes, that always happened, yeah. (laughs) But I do always remember like running around and just being able to be kids kind of Mm -hmm. thing and yeah. When our families got together, like, you know, our moms would hang out and we were mm-hmm. kind of just able to do whatever we wanted. You know, yeah. you brought up playing a lot of video games. Yeah, classic. You know, <laughs> I, one of those things from my childhood, I never got an opportunity to ever, like, play a lot of video games in my yeah. house. So I knew, like, oh, going to Cammy and Kaylee's. You yeah, know? we're going to bring out the PlayStation 2. Yeah, and, and, and it's a lot of fun. And, like, you can mm-hmm. still interact with people and play yeah. this game. And it's like... I don't know, the ideas of the video games, you know, changing a perspective in a negative way. It's not always that way. You know, mm-hmm. like you can be friends and enjoy a time yeah. with each other. Exactly. Like a whole little interactive activity. It's exactly, really exactly. Pro video games here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I really appreciate all of those, you know, memories and times growing up, but moving forward into, you know, your high school and into college age, what made you decide on the ultimate college that you went to yeah that's a good question i think my education years were interesting i started off at a public school for elementary school okay and then my mom had me go to a a private school liberty christian where your mom went yeah um and then so i was there for my middle school years which was really sweet because i i guess it was a i was a really awkward middle schooler so i think it was nice that i was in such a small classroom and the least amount of people saw me possible but yeah um it was definitely a bubble so i was like ready to break free i went uh to huntington high for high school um and it was a different world but it was good i feel like i was actually part of the real world and i really enjoyed it um, and then there I fell in love with film because I was part of the Apple program. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do film. And then weirdly, my senior year, I had like this change of heart of like, I don't know if I want to be a small fish in like a big sea. I mm-hmm. think I kind of want to be like a medium fish in a medium sea. Okay. All I don't right. know. Just one of those like weird perspective changes. So yeah. I had a lot of friends who were going to GCU and they all said it was so much fun. And I was kind of at this point in my life where I was like, okay, I'm ready. To-. I was like a really like good kid in high school and not that I got into bad things in college but I just wanted to kind of have like a break from like school 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 like focus yeah. focus focus and just have like all right let's make some friends let's make some memories and have do some, some cool fun stuff. with the experience yeah exactly yeah. have okay. some fun not just always be focused on school all the time yeah. so all the other schools I was looking at were really you know had a reputation for being really academically rigorous okay. and everything and People were like, yeah, GC is cool. We just hammock and play spike ball and do homework sometimes. And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that sounds fun. So That's the kind of vibe you were looking for. Yeah, and that exactly. made you ultimately choose GCU. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of curious, while at GCU, what you ultimately studied. And that leads into, you know, where you're working today. Yeah. So, like I mentioned, I wanted to study film and then had this change of heart of like, that industry is just brutal like you work your whole life Uh and you might you might make it you might not you might be a grip for 30 years and never be able to pay rent and Uh whatever and i was like i i looked at my other classmates who had that drive and i was like i just don't know if i could do that if i can like confidently say like i don't care if I live in my parents' house for 30 years because I might direct a movie one day. I was like, I just... So your <laughs> goal in film was to direct. Yeah, I was to direct, okay. kind of do more production Spielberg, stuff. okay. Yeah. All right, there you go. But, um, yeah, I loved, like, I loved 
giving orders and it yeah makes you sound crazy but it's perfect yeah i know i thought it was really fun i was like it was just anyway brutal industry really hard and i was like all right what's another way that i can be creative and also kind of analytical like i think i'm yeah. good at delegating and all that stuff and yeah leadership lead, yeah exactly yeah. and so i think i kind of landed on marketing okay because i was like okay business makes sense i'm definitely not gonna be a nurse or anything like that like my sister like a scientist or anything so um and my dad was always in the business world so i feel like i it was one of those things where i was like i don't have to try very hard at this and i'm already kind of good at it yeah. I might, i'm gonna go with it and see Why where not? it goes so yeah. i chose it and i'm really glad because i think it it's one of those things that like just makes sense in my brain which is nice because yeah. it's easy to to work on again yeah yeah i i think that's incredible i mean marketing has always kind of been something i've been interested in mm -hmm. so the fact that you kind of got that degree and now i can hear about your experiences with yeah. it is, is so awesome to see and i'm just kind of curious after you know graduating what was it like and what ultimately made you move to new hampshire so New Hampshire, for those that don't know, is a tiny state in New England because I didn't know what it was, honestly, yeah, before yeah. moving. But um, I met a guy in college from okay. my freshman year, friends, dated, broke up, dated again, okay. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and he was from New Hampshire. Um, he always just talked so fondly of it, of like, it's the most beautiful place. It's great, okay. whatever. And I'm kind of one of those people that I just always want to like break the bubble that i'm in like if there's an open door to go somewhere new like right, okay. i'm like it'll be worth it in the long run because then i'll have this perspective that i wouldn't have had if i stayed yeah. where i was so yeah. um he we got engaged my senior year and we were you know planning and getting married and he's like what if we moved to new hampshire and this was in 2020 we got okay. engaged september 2020 so the world was kind of up in flames yeah. california didn't look that great because jobs were scarce everything yeah. was going on and we never wanted to stay in Arizona for very long just because we wanted that new experience together. So yeah, I was like, all right, like we feel like this is where we're being led. Like we're going to go. And yeah, we kind of like decided had nothing. Like we didn't have a house. We didn't have jobs. So, like there was no reason like yeah. really pulling us there other it. than we just okay. went for it. And yeah. it was really sweet. It had its challenges, but yeah, yeah, it was really sweet. Ultimately, what was the biggest difference living in New Hampshire compared to California? And collar, and collar. Look sharp, wrinkle, and stain-free clothing. Make sure to check it out. Our listeners will be getting a free tie with any purchase with code BOYSRUS. Go ahead, put that code in at checkout, and you'll be getting a free tie. Check out and collar. Yeah, I think the people, they're like, it's like... Wow, really? Two, yeah, it's like two different countries. I mean... Different, you know, everything is, you know, different to an extent. Like, everything's a little smaller there. Like, the towns are more separated, you know, kind of quieter pace of life. Yeah. Um, but the people are just different. They're gritty. They're, like, I mean, they live in, like, freezing temperatures yeah. for most of the year. So, they're tough. Would you say blue um, collar? Yeah, I would okay. say a little bit more blue collar. Okay. Like, the jobs there, and that's why, I, you know, ultimately, I'll talk about making the decision to move back to California. But, yeah. marketing-wise, it's not like the most opportunist because it's very like traditional in the sense of like you know there's great medical schools there there's great like technology schools and then other than that it's like you're either a nurse a teacher you know like there's yeah. not which is funny because it's so different from la but yeah uh, but yeah there's a lot like my uh, husband's family grew up logging like they were loggers and then his grandpa was an electrician and that brought him kind of closer to the city where he yeah. grew up but yeah so gritty people they're yeah. very like 
straight tell it to your face, which is refreshing in a sense. Yeah. Um, but kind of scared me as a Californian. Where I was like, why aren't they being nice to me? <laughs> like everyone's at least. it's so beat around the bush. Yeah. Like, you're so never going to be outright rude. Like, yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's funny. I even had a boss who was like, yeah, like if we don't like you, we're going to tell you. Wow. Okay. Like that scared me so bad because I'm yeah. just so used to like, even if I don't like you, I'm just like, hey, which is. I mean, hey, who knows? It can be good and bad. People have different opinions, but yeah. at least like it always makes me feel comfortable when people are nice to me. And yeah. So it was like a shocking, like, wow, like this is good. People yeah. are honest. Like okay. this is cool, but definitely was a little intimidating. Like wow. I never, okay. yeah, I was just always like a little afraid of like, ah, are they going to think I'm like being fake nice or like whatever. So I it's, completely understand, yeah. but it was just how you were like raised ultimately. Exactly. In that yeah, there's definitely a cultural difference, which, yeah. like, there's so many goods to it, and I, like, I loved it, and I think it, like, grew me to be more of, like, yeah. a, oh, like, straight up, confrontational, all that, yeah. which is so necessary, yeah. and just, like, life and communication and everything, but uh, it's funny. It's just funny how, they always say, like, if you go there, you have to have tough skin, and yeah. they'll toughen you up, so. Okay. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, were the winters, like, really really cold or were you able to manage how was that yeah so well the funny thing is i didn't survive a whole winter we moved in oh. december oh okay okay <laughs> so i kind of yeah. chickened out like i mentioned i don't love snow so it kind of okay. worked out for me yeah but um yeah so the fall so we were there we moved in may summer it was really nice it kind of rained a lot but it was really pretty and nice and green and everything yeah and then the falls are beautiful because all the just so many trees so it just turns into a hallmark movie yeah and then it started snowing probably a little bit after Thanksgiving. And then, yeah, and then it, it would just snow every once in a while. It wasn't too bad. I remember, like, one day it was, like, 24, and I'm scraping off my car. I'm like, this isn't that bad. Like, I could probably do this. Okay. But then again, I and then we moved, so I never experienced, like, the negatives the or anything like that. Oh, okay, wow. So I feel like that really is a different, like, yeah. different, like changes you so uh -huh. yeah <laughs> and so ultimately what ended up making you move out here was that job right yeah mm -hmm. but before we hop right i'm how was actually moving everything <laughs> driving from new hampshire yeah. all the way to california what was yeah. that experience it was so fun yeah? like it oh, was fun. so wow. fun okay like okay. i i don't know so it's so freeing like going through all your stuff and being like i don't need this like whatever okay. like being able to pack your whole life into a car is like yeah. the most like freeing thing yeah so we and we had so much fun driving there me and my fiance at the time we drove and we just stopped we stayed with friends and family along the way so i think it, the total like trip cost us 400 dollars maybe to go from literally wow. socal to so all the way gas. to new england yeah literally just gas a little bit of food but um and we stayed in an airbnb one night but everywhere else we had a place to stay so it was so sweet and wow. we literally i think it was like day three i think it took us six days yeah. to go all the way across but day three we're like this is really fun should we just buy a van and like <laughs> never like this literally the, like now i'm like i know how van people do it like it's fun yeah. to just like the adrenaline of just like waking up in a new state and being like i know i'm going to bed in a different state, state but wow. is there any wow. we made it fun like we made sure every day there was like a fun activity so yeah. and then you switched up driving as well yeah we okay. switched up driving it was never too bad but we like stopped we you know we made sure we took our time we stopped and saw sights and yeah there was always something fun like even we went to um nashville because one of my friends lives in tennessee yeah. and we got in maybe at like 6 p.m that night had dinner with their family and then like went straight downtown to nashville and like went out and it was so fun and then like the next wow. day we like got back in our car drove to ohio and then we went to like 
uh what's that called the big oh my gosh i'm blanking the big waterfall niagara falls oh niagara my gosh falls. there you go blanking yeah. but yeah. yeah so just saw these crazy things and uh -huh. had so much fun so that's we, that's yeah. incredible i mean yeah. I'm, I'm really jealous now that you <laughs> describe it like that you yeah. know because i've had other you know cousins or whatever and they moved across the country but they literally just would drive like 16 hours a day or whatever yeah. like sleep wake up and just do it again and cannot do that that would see that would be hard that would not be right fun, that would you, be brutal yeah. and the way you describe it it's like you make a trip out of it yeah you no fun yeah. we did and the, like the only reason we did it because i was like okay this is gonna be cheaper than shipping my car yeah plus this could be fun plus we had just graduated we didn't yeah. have jobs like we're like this will be fun Exciting. so we, yeah. we made the most of it and the open road yeah I definitely want to do it again we all like we're bummed that we couldn't drive back here yeah um when we moved back because we wanted to do like the northern route and like because we went kind of a diagonal i guess kind of southern way we went uh -huh. through texas and tennessee and all that but we want to like go the northern route and then go all the way down like the west coast or something so that'll we'll have to do that a different time yeah i mean yeah. another trip i yeah. mean that's so exciting i mean that's definitely on my bucket list now you yeah. just made that happen it's um, fun now kind of getting into what was the reason you came back out to california i know it was a really big job mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> which job so i got a marketing internship with the walt disney company wow. which has always been a dream of mine i mean growing up in socal it's yeah. either like you're a disney nerd or you're not and i definitely was one of those people didn't that was you and your nerd. sister like dance in parades and stuff or yeah well we did for knott's berry farm okay and then we performed yeah. at disneyland a couple times okay. but we're never official parade dancers, but we like. Hey, you were there performing. We I, did I think I remember time. going to a few of those shows. Oh yeah, know, maybe at Knotts or whatever. Definitely. So <laughs> that's what I remember. But you know, it's always full circle for you. You love mm -hmm. Disney growing up. Oh yes, like always had a pass. Always was there. It was always like my happy place because that's where my family was a family. Like yeah. my dad wasn't worried about work. Like yeah. we were all just there, present, and having fun. And exactly. and I feel like it, I like each stage of my life. I had you know fun memories all the way from. A little kid to high school that's where my parents like even as a even as a freshman in high school just dropped me off and were like have fun with your friends like yeah. so it was kind of that safe space of okay just getting to roam around and feel like an adult and do yeah. whatever we wanted so that is a little fun. bit of second child as well yeah. like mm -hmm. you know like my sister with you know my parents they're pretty lenient mm -hmm. you know but i don't know how it was but like yeah at the beginning they were probably a little bit more like mm -hmm. oh you need to be home at 11 or whatever yeah like, yeah but, but as time goes on, they kind of realize, like, kids are going to be kids regardless. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the time the second one comes around, they're yeah. know, more open-minded. Yeah. And then the third, it's like, oh, whatever. You yeah, know? exactly. But, but um, getting back to the marketing side of it, what was the interview process, you know, like? And what was the ultimate, you know, either call or email that led you to get this dream kind of job? Vortex Swim Club. We are continuing to grow in Long Beach. We are still accepting all abilities, ages 4 to 17. El Doctor, or Jesus, our editor, is running the Aquatics Yoga Program. And remember, that is for ages 18 and over, our adults program. Check it out, vortexswim.org, for more information. Yeah, so there was three interviews. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, very serious. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And I honestly didn't even think I was going to interview. So that was, like, I wasn't, we weren't necessarily planning on moving back to California. Yeah. We had talked about, like, okay, like, what's next after this? But not, like, didn't think we were going to do anything as this immediate. 
Um, but I, I didn't love my job that I got right after college. And so, you know, my free time, I would just browse jobs, you know, like how you do and you're not super happy with your job. And I found this, I found this job and, um, to do an internship at Disney, you have to have graduated within six months or be in grad school or whatever. So I, I saw this, um, this job posting in October and I realized I was like, okay, I graduated in April. This is my sixth month that I've like been graduated. So I was like, okay, if I don't apply for it, it's kind of like now or never. So, yeah. So I just applied, didn't even think they were going to see my name, whatever. I'm like, it's Disney. I don't have any connections. I don't have any background, whatever. And then, yeah, I got that first interview. You talk to a recruiter first. Um, It's like a phone call. They're so nice. And they always like hype you up and you're like, are they just being nice? Or like, do they really like me? Um, And then I waited a couple more weeks, got um, an email saying I was going to interview with the team. So, That was really exciting. And then a couple weeks later, got an, uh, an email saying I was going to interview with the VP of um, the brand that I work for. So I yeah. work for D23, which is like the, the official fan club of Disney. So okay. they do like the expo, like at Anaheim uh-huh. um, and like all fun events throughout the year and everything. It's like a membership that you can be a part of. So the VP okay. of that brand, not all of Disney, but he interviewed me and it was really sweet, but a tough interview. And um, and then a couple of days later, I got the call, and wow. it was like an okay. exciting day. <laughs> oh, yeah, so exciting. I mean, that's that's the dream, mm-hmm. you know, getting that job. And what does your work schedule look like? Like, what hours do you work, mm-hmm. and that whole thing? Yeah, I mean, I work at the typical like nine to five office job kind of okay. thing. But okay. the whole like virtual world has really, I think, just brought a lot of like flexibility into everyone's lives. Okay. So, I mean, if I want to work seven to three or something you know yeah. 3 30 whatever i'm sure i could but i normally kind of stay from like eight to four nine okay five, you know nine to six whatever so is it typically online like zoom or is it typically in person yeah so it was supposed to be fully back in person by now but okay. as we know that yeah. keeps getting pushed back so we just go in as like an as needed basis right now because okay. it is in la so things are um you know cautious so yeah. Um, we went in last week because we had the uh, expo sales, the ticket sales. So we set up like a war room. We were like um, just making sure the web designers were there, all the technical people. I was kind of just there taking notes like yeah. and looking at socials and stuff um, and helping with the emails. Experience. Yeah. That must, yeah. I mean, obviously we know like the company that Disney is, mm-hmm. you know, but being around that high level. Yeah. It's just such a good way to learn and grow. Yeah. And be like if that's what I want to do, mm-hmm. I know what I need to do to get there. And be oh, exactly. Like, yeah, it is so sweet. My team is so awesome, and they know their stuff. So it's it was Ooh. like oh, it awesome. was like that imposter syndrome because there was one other intern there, um, and me and him were like, "This is like this is crazy." We're like, "How are we even here?" here. Like it's yeah. like the imposter syndrome of like scanning our badge at the door and like the gate opening, and I'm like, "I'm going on to the, like the Walt Disney Studios right now. Like, who is letting me in? Like, this is not okay." But it's crazy yeah so what i'm like kind of putting together it's you you just applied because you you might not have thought oh i'm gonna totally get this or whatever Mm -hmm. because maybe there were people more quote-unquote qualified on paper or whatever but when they interviewed you and this other guy they saw something different they saw Mm -hmm. oh wait this person could actually have the potential to make actual noise in our company you know Mm -hmm. like they're not just here to do the books or whatever. No, like they're going to be involved in big picture mm-hmm. marketing yeah. of Disney down the road. So I think it's one of those things where you can look around and be like, how are we even here? But also like, I'm here because 
Yeah. I, I, yeah, you have to remember, like remind yourself that of yeah. like, okay, they saw something in me. Like that's so cool. Like exactly, and, it, yeah. and you might not ever know what it was or mm-hmm. what it is, yeah. but someone, especially someone important, sees something. When they see your name, they, a smile comes to their face because they know. I believed in Cami. Yeah, we, we brought Cami on, and now she's the head of her own department. Yeah. You know, oh, so. the dream. <laughs> hey. That, but hey, the dream is already, like, it. Yeah. coming to fruition. Yeah. Like, you're working at this place that is so hard to get into and so mm-hmm. hard to work for. Yeah. That the fact that you're able to accomplish these things, especially at your age, it's it's incredible. It's yeah. Really incredible. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's crazy. Moving a little bit into, what do you see the future of your time at Disney being? Just working up just where you're at or mm-hmm. moving to a different part of Disney? Or? Yeah, that's like really the question. They even asked me that like in my interview. They're like, where okay. do you see yourself super long term? Like yeah. they're like 20 years. I'm like, uh-huh. oh man, there's just so, I think there's so many areas that I would be happy. So right now, like I'm like, I just want to stay with the company. Like I don't put me wherever. Like if you need yeah. someone in Orlando yeah. or whatever, I'm like, take me. But Okay. I um I love the brand that I'm at. I love D23. Okay. I think it's so special. Yeah. It's like the really mega fans of Disney who oh. like are part of this club. They're like yeah. are they, they the love people it. that collect pins and that kind yeah, of Yeah, like okay. people yeah, exactly. Like Okay. It's yeah. I understand pin, completely. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they like D twenty three Expo is like the convention of the fans. Like they dress up. They like oh. this is when they do like the Disney Legends induction. Oh my goodness! Uh, like they announce all the new Disney stuff that comes out. And you get so. to see all the behind scenes. Of this yeah, which has been crazy because wow. I mean, even like I mentioned ticket sales. Like yeah. we sold, oh, I can't say how many, but a lot of tickets. Yeah. And it's nuts thinking like, okay, like other industries do this, like concerts and stuff like that. Yeah. Where I'm like, it's so cool seeing like these mat, you know, like a virtual queue where there's like a ton of people in this queue, and then they get in and like just seeing how it all operates it was yeah. crazy. Um, but but yeah, so I love D23. I would stay there as long as they want me, but. I also really love what's cool about my brand is we promote all the different Disney brands. So if like Marvel comes out with a new movie, they'll be like, hey, can you mention our movie in your email that's to your club members or whatever? So we get to kind of do synergy with all the different departments, which is awesome because I'm getting to learn about how how all each functions of the business operate. Yeah, most definitely. So I think I would love to work in somewhere in the studios, whether that's like a marketing communications person for like even just Disney animation or Pixar or anything. any any yeah. of the films or anything. And then I also love the parks too. So yeah. getting to work on like the Imagineering side, like doing communication for them would be really cool. So so kind of looking into the future, I'm even seeing now that you're in a extremely established film company, yeah. maybe <laughs> that, you know, younger dream of being in film somehow can come back to life. Yeah. You know, maybe you're involved in marketing for the next Pirates of the Caribbean or something, mm. and then you're on the set one day, and yeah. you make one quick, like, adjustment, like you just tell the director, like, hey, what if we have, you know, um, Jack Sparrow walking from that, and it's like, it changes everything, and yeah. now that person is like, wait, who are you again? Okay, <laughs> yeah. so you're my assistant, and oh, there yeah. you go. Like, you yeah. are in the absolute perfect place to make that happen. Wow, I haven't even thought of that. That's such a that's such a good perspective. I'm like, whoa, that's that actually what, is really full circle. No, I didn't I, even think that's about what I'm right saying, now. and like I'm yeah. seeing it now. Like you that's wanted cool. something for so long, and it's mm-hmm. like maybe it's like getting behind the camera of like a Disney film. It's like mind blowing. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? 
don't think of it like that's what you have to do right away. Think yeah. of it like, okay, so I could be a production assistant mm-hmm. and then I could be the director's assistant and then now I'm co-directing yeah. the next Mulan. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And that's your that's been your dream and the place to make it happen is exactly where you're at. Like I couldn't Aww. think of a better place. You yeah, know? no, that's so true. And yeah. I love like things don't always have to go like conventionally. Like they I think we're seeing that yeah. a lot in the past few years of like people getting their dream jobs and like from like making a TikTok or yes. whatever, like yes. just crazy things. So yeah. I love that perspective of like, that's so true. Like I'm definitely on a path that could lead me in a lot of different directions. And if it leads me that way, like that would be so sweet and so surreal. This is something I tell people all the time. All you need is just that one special person to see you mm-hmm. do something right. Yeah. Next thing you know, like, you're getting talked to by a producer. Hey, we Mm -hmm. want you to come on as whatever for this film. Mm -hmm. Just because you impressed one person in a meeting. Yeah. That you didn't even realize had the power to do that. Mm -hmm. And look where you are now. Yeah. I mean, that's all so impressive. And all I can say is just keep keep going. Keep doing it. And I guess the final thing, I'm just curious if you could leave our listeners with a little bit of advice. What would that be? Mm -hmm. I think the best advice that led me where I am right now is just like the the dream job that you want is not just going to like drop in your lap. You have to go out, find it yeah. and then work for it. Like I, I mean, yeah, like I put in a lot of work for, to get to where I am and it's easy to be like, Oh, like when you're kind of lost and you're unhappy with where you are, I'm just like, Oh, I'm just like waiting for that, you know, that moment yeah. or whatever. But yeah. um, I, I was actually listening to a podcast okay. and this girl was like, you're the only one that's going to make your dream happen. Like you go and do it. Like you have no excuses. Like what yeah. are you doing? So, and that really like, you know, convinced me and inspired me to like even yeah. go out and look for other jobs. Cause I yeah. wasn't happy with where I was at. So, um, there's so many resources. Like if you want something, you're going to have to be that little like push yeah. and just do it. Cause you're really the only one that's going to get you that, to, to where you want to go. So exactly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So well said. <laughs> Um, we are so happy you came and you did this. I, I definitely knew it would go well, and it did go oh, well. Um, so, you know, moving forward, I'm just kind of curious. You had mentioned your uh, your TikTok and your Instagram. <laughs> I know you're getting quite a bit of views on, like, Instagram and things like that. What, can you <laughs> illustrate that for a little? I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, I've always loved social media. I've always been, like, entranced by yeah, it. Even as a yeah. young kid, I okay. had... I don't know if you knew this about me, but when I was little, I had a Hunger Games fan account. Okay. And I, like, kept it a secret, but I, like, got a bunch of followers, and I thought I was so cool, but I was so nervous to, like, tell people in real life. Anyway, so I've always... And I think that kind of brought me to marketing, too. Just being like, this is so crazy. Okay. Um, But anyway, so I've always loved social media, and then tiktok came around and i like just needed a creative outlet when i graduated from college and i just had so much fun posting them yeah and i've got you know lucky a couple times with them doing well and everything but um so i just think it's fun and i'm like i always tell people like if there's something that you think is fun and it's like it has the opportunity to you know change your life or whatever like if someone wants to film their hike and put it on youtube i'm like do it like who cares what people are gonna think because i think that stopped me for a long time was like people being like yeah. oh like oh I, did you see that girl from our high school post on tiktok like that's so weird or whatever mm-hmm. i'm like i just don't even care anymore like i know it's something that makes you happy and like you know who knows maybe there's monetary value in it maybe there's not but if you just want to do it do it like don't let that stop you so the fact that they're talking about it says yeah. everything yeah even if it's in a negative it's like oh wait but 
you're, you're ta- still yeah. talking about me to, you know, mm-hmm. entertain yourselves at dinner. Like, yeah. I'm still the topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. Even if it's quote unquote, na- it's like, wait, but deep down, you don't yeah. think of it negatively if you're just going to constantly be talking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So I definitely agree with you completely. Like, <laughs> I was always in that state of mind of like, oh, I, I'm not going to, like, post more than a certain amount, or I'm yeah. not, you know? Yeah. But then I completely got comfortable with myself, and I literally am like, okay, I'm posting what I do, what I love mm-hmm. to do. It doesn't matter how many likes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do see, you know, views are, you know, really high, but obviously not high as yours, you know, astronomical. Have you hit over 100K yet? Um. Well, on TikTok, I've had a few videos go over a million. I think wow. being an influencer, I mean, I know it's like hard work. Like, I get it. But I'm like, man, that sounds like a l- good life. <laughs> I mean, it's again, it's one of those things like if you truly believe in yourself and you have the drive to mm-hmm. continue doing it, why yeah. can't it be? Yeah, why not? And I, I mean, it's even from a marketing perspective, like yeah. it's it has been the future of marketing for years yeah. now. And I feel like we're finally waking up to like, oh, like this is actually how companies make their money yep. maybe i want to be like a part of this so mm-hmm. it's funny like that stigma is kind of fading and i'm yeah. like go for it if you have a desire to post stuff and it makes you happy and it's yeah. not like i mean it's not i mean some people yeah it's draining and it's hard i'm like okay then don't do it but if you like love it and it like Why not? i get energy out of like making a silly yes. tiktok See? and okay it's fun when it does yeah. well because it's like oh cool people are like you know relating to me yeah. or like see that that was creative yeah. or whatever but okay. even if it doesn't do well i'm like whatever i had fun making that like i don't right? care so and it does not matter yeah. at the end of the day like you're yeah. just putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and if anyone it's just they're jealous of your confidence they're mm-hmm. just like okay well why would they post a video of themselves talking it's like you never have so you can't really comment on it yeah exactly right? yeah, yeah yeah well this was so much fun. I totally appreciate you doing this. <laughs> Thanks um, for having me. This is very fun. Yeah. Um, my introduction to the podcast world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's my first, you know, first one. <laughs> shout out your podcast if you end up starting it. You yeah. Know, oh, we'll definitely have to have you back on, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you and Andrew. That'd be fun. It would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Help you guys get a nice start. That would yeah, be cool. That'd be but, cool. But thanks for coming. Yeah, of course. Thanks, yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs>